Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Marcus Meets, a show which is based on the internet. You can put it in your pocket if you've got a smartphone and take us with you anywhere you are. This episode, I got to speak to Batman. Well, okay, well, Batman's a fictional character, but somebody who gets to be Batman in their spare time. A little clip of this went out on our brother podcast called How to Kill an Hour, which is a show all about killing time. So if you're ever stuck for a way to kill some time, search for How to Kill an Hour on your podcatcher or go to howtokillanhour.com and you can listen to us with whatever device you have. But anyway, um, I met a gentleman called Julian Checkerly. He not only is Batman in his spare time, he's a world record breaking Batman in his spare time. So uh, I had to call Ireland to do this interview. And the first thing I noticed about Julian is you're in Ireland, but you really don't have an Irish accent, mate. No, this this is this is pure West Coast Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I came over here um, back in '97. Yeah, um, I'm originally from Windsor, just just west of London there. And uh, I came out here on a movie. Uh, there's a, they were shooting a, a location for a movie out here, and uh, as with most men who end up in other parts of the world, I met my wife over here. So. Ah, and so we love back here in the end. So, ah, so love is what love is what ma- means that you live in Ireland. Awesome, awesome. And um, what's Ireland like at the moment? Do you know what? It's actually amazing. If it wasn't for the weather, it'd be the you know you can't really beat it. It's, it's actually I love it. Um, I used to really uh, miss England a lot, and I still do. I must admit, oh, my family are still over in, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love coming back and visiting, but uh, boy, I really miss Ireland when I'm away now. Um, but it's just a different way of life. I, I was living in London, and, and when I came out here, it's just so it's just out of the rat race. Um, but it was a little bit kind of, um, I'm not going to say backwards, because it certainly wasn't backwards, but it's, it's, it's full of culture and very kind of bohemian, especially where we are in Galway. Um, but over the last 10 years, it's become incredibly cosmopolitan and it's, the food here is amazing. The people are amazing. They're just a way of life. Um, just the standard of living is, is really, really good here now. So I love it. I must say just the Great. weather really sucks. It's just a sideways rain. Can't stand oh it. yeah. Yeah. But you do also have something that you can't get anywhere else. And that is Irish Guinness. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And that's so true. And I never really, I always thought that was a bit of a myth. Until I moved over, and now when I sort of go away to other parts of the world, I was in um, 
Monte Carlo recently, and I, I ordered a pint of Guinness over there, and it's just not the same. It's it hasn't got that yeah. creamy. I don't know what it is actually. It's got to be the water. Yeah, that's what that's what people say, and they say it doesn't travel well. So you know, I think no, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. it. Have, you, have you ever been to Ireland? Have you? I have, I have, and I the fir- one of the first things I did was have a Guinness and go. No, it's not going to taste. Oh my gosh, this is yeah, delicious. You didn't have the one, did you? Then yeah, after that? I had quite a few. But um, so when you moved over to Ireland, were you still doing the costume making stuff, or w- yeah, was well, this- I, initially I went over. Uh, there was a uh, quite a big movie over here. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Roger Corman. Yeah. Now, he, well, he he set up a studio over here in the west of Ireland. I think it was a bit of a tax break thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically what they were doing, they were banging out movies. I think they were banging about seven seven movies out a year. So it was, it was nothing big budget. It was all kind of low budget um, B-movie type stuff. Um, but what, uh, now and again, uh, they would pull in some money and do a fairly big budget one. So we were, I was brought over to Ireland to this new studio to establish a model shop for them. Now, when I say a model shop, that's like a model-making shop, so you'd be making props and set pieces and uh, any sort of special effects-type dressing pieces for sets. Mm-hmm. And um, I came over, started pre-production, and the um, the budget got pulled, and basically the, the, the film didn't get made in the end. Right. Um, and uh, it, it, that's, that's where... We, the studio kind of started and brought me out here which is where i met my wife so you continued making making costumes how did you initially get into costume making um well i'd always kind of wanted to do it since i was a kid i sort of saw star wars as a kid and and i remember sort of being wildly obsessed with it Mm -hmm. everything was kind of darth vader this and darth vader that and i kind of made a a a little darth vader costume for a, a, a costume competition for the school fate or something one year and I won that mm-hmm. and it was kind of from there I didn't know what it was called and I remember my dad saying oh that's um that's special effects that is that's, that's what you know that's how they make the magic in the movies and uh, from then on I wanted to do you know special effects so I would uh, in school I, I didn't really ha- back when I was at school they didn't really have uh, courses like they have now they have amazing courses these days for special effects and, and prosthetic makeup and all this kind of thing mm-hmm. um, so I had to kind of make do with what I could find so <laughs> the careers officer was a little uh, a bit of a loss and the best we could find between us was a um, specialist makeup course at the London College of Fashion in, in right in Oxford Circus there yeah. now don't get me wrong, it was a fantastic place. It was full of models and makeup artists, and it was 98% ladies, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the course itself turned out to be a glorified beauty therapy course. So I'm great at like leg waxing and eyelash tinting and hairdressing <laughs> and all that. Um, and we were doing about an hour a week of um, sticking on rubber noses and things like that. Right. But I believe that course now itself has actually come on leaps and bounds since then. But in saying that... Uh, it's kind of proved in hindsight it's kind of proved very uh, helpful because like there's been times when I've been on set and, and someone needs a, you know a hair trim or a wig needs dressing and I can jump in there and do it so there you go I'm, handy. I'm but yeah so I, from there I, after London College of Fashion I went on and um, didn't really get any work after that because it was it was so it was so vague really mm-hmm. and I went to the Bristol Old Vic Theatre School and did a costume design and theatre design course uh, which did help, again, but um, it was all kind of more theatre-based. But the, the real break came as when I sent out a load of CVs to the studios in London, to Pinewood and Shepparton. 
and uh, a guy there gave me a break and had yeah. me in there in his workshop making tea. And uh, it turns out he's, he's a guy that used to do all the big sort of polystyrene sculpts uh, for movies. So if you have things like um, Tomb Raider or something like that, we had these massive uh, Buddhas that had to be sculpted for the sets. He'd, mm. he'd be the guy to go to for making these giant oversized set pieces. So mm. I became what was known as Polybasher. So you're basically sculpting polystyrene. Right. And the rest is history, right? Went on from there. Yeah, a, a poly basher. That's a poly basher. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that when under job description when you're filling in stuff <laughs> online. So that must be quite an interesting experience for you. So you went on from that, and and you're a big Star Wars fan. So has that got anything to do with the actual name of the company that you that you work with now or that that you have now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, you, I suppose you've got to be a bit of a Star Wars fan to realise the connection. But yeah, it's there. Uh, order sixty six is obviously the uh, the order that um, Senator Palpatine uh, or was it Emperor Palpatine by then, I think, um, issues to to finish off all the Jedi. So uh, that, yeah, we just grabbed that. Yeah, as um, our little moniker. Name. Very powerful name. Right. Um, so yeah, that's great. And it, uh, what what other sort of films can we see you working before we talk about your your world record? Um, I did all kinds of things. I did lots of sort of TV shows and all sort of classic um, ones that were based in the UK there. So, um, crikey, uh, going back now. Uh, I did this, uh, where will we start? Um, let's do TV first. So we did uh, things like Father Ted, um, Red Dwarf, uh, Midsummer Murders, The Bill, uh, we did a, a long stint on TFI Friday, which was really good. That was a great, great gig to get that one. Yeah. Um, so basically every week we'd be at the, the Waterside Studios there in, in Hammersmith mm-hmm. um, doing these special effects type gags that Chris Evans would, would come up with that week and we'd spend a week making it and then we'd go to the show on the Friday, film the live show and, and that would be our week done. But it was really good because every week it would be something different and it's always great fun to work there, you know. Awesome, awesome. So, your world record. Uh, yeah. Let's, let, I don't know where to really start with it. So, you have a very interesting world record. First, could you just describe what this world record is, please? Okay, so it's, it's the most functional gadgets on a cosplay suit. Right. And the suit in question, how yeah. did it come to be? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so some very clever chaps over in Canada. Uh, called Gauntlet Effects and Tundra Designs. Um, basically, they they created an armor kit that anyone could go and buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, basically a 3D rendering of the Arkham Origins Batman suit. Right. They took that, they 3D printed it, cleaned it all up, so this is hundreds of man hours now, and then they cast it up in urethane rubber, and then you, can, you get these pieces. So we took what they had made and then we just we just polished it a little took it took it to another level so we we changed out anything we could from the fake printed parts to like for instance like real rivets and we made uh we made a special undersuit that everything could be mounted to um and what we are trying to do is really recreate the computer game silhouette of a bat of batman as you probably gather the computer game um character is just nothing like a, a real human being. It's massively proportioned. You know, you've got huge arms and shoulders and, and tiny little waist and all this kind of thing. So we, we tried to do that as best we could on a, on a, on a human. Mm-hmm. Um, so we padded out here and there and kind of tucked bits in where we could. Um, we made a few extensions as well for the suit because the suit was kind of made for a slightly smaller guy. Um, uh, I'm, I'm fairly large, so we had to make some bigger... <laughs> bigger extensions yeah. to fit me, which helped in the, in the in the outcome of the actual suit. And um, we we took the suit, we weathered it, painted it, mounted it, uh, made a really huge cape for it as well, which really makes it. And then when we'd made the suit, it was lovely, looked really good. But we just thought we'd embellish it with a few little gadgets. Uh, so initially, we just made sort of two or three gadgets just for a bit of fun. Mm. And then from there, we did a photo shoot. So we, we kind of do these photo shoots every so often as a, like a promotional thing for the company. And we published them online. And the editor of the Guinness Book of Records saw it and contacted us just to say, well done initially, and it's amazing, and, and you know, love what you've done with it. And um, just talking to him, we said, well, you know, is there a chance we could get a, a record by making a load of gadgets? And we sort of started probing how many, you know, has anyone sort of done this before? And it turns out they hadn't really. So we, we decided, right, let's, let's, let's go for a, a world record. And so, we decided to make lots and lots of gadgets. Yeah, and how many in total now? Because I know this is a number that could be going up as we speak. Yeah, that's it. Well, officially, there's 23. Yeah. But... There has been a few, there's a few more on the workbench that I can't say anything about because we've got another project Ooh. coming up regarding Ooh. one or two. Okay, uh, but it's, it's nothing massive. It's just just a bit of fun again. But um, it's yeah, there's a few more on the workbench standing by. I look forward to those. So so this how how long did it take to to create all of these gadgets? By the way, so the gadgets um, we finished the suit last May. We're pro- you're probably looking about three or four months to make oh. them all. Wow. Now, that's, that's not really full-time because we've obviously got other jobs on here, but it'd be one of those ones you'd really kind of enjoy doing. It, was, it started out 
is like say a bit of fun and it sort of turned into a bit of an obsession uh, the guys would go home on a on a friday night and i'd sort of come in at the weekend after having an idea <laughs> that night of you know you, you lie awake at night thinking about these things <laughs> like you do yeah obviously <laughs> and uh, they'd come in on a monday morning and there'd be another gadget sitting on the bench so awesome. um initially we were kind of yeah we'll, we'll easily be able to think up all, all these different gadgets that we could make and um it started getting silly. We started putting, you know, there's a few silly ones in there, admittedly. And again, it is all a bit of fun, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a great hoot to, 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 um, to be doing all these things. But we were actually struggling then towards the end. Oh, what can we make next? <laughs> you know, well, so. j- just to be clear, though, Julian, uh, with hmm. the listener. These are fully functional gadgets, right? Let's let, like so. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'd like to you to list a few of the things that the suit has, but just so you're aware, these are re- these actually work. Like they all do something. Now, some of them are kind of special effects, and some uh, most of them are do what they say they do. Um, but, but yeah, they all do something. They all function mm-hmm. uh, in one way or another. I mean, there are things like the the grapnel gun that Batman famously fires and can swing from, and so on. Now, over here in Ireland, we've got very strict gun laws, as you guys do over there, mm. uh, except it's even more so. So we, uh, we, we initially started making a high-powered, um, gas-powered um, grapnel gun. And mm. I've got a very... I'm very friendly with a, a few policemen over here. And one of them <laughs> informed me in a nice, gentle way that if I was going to carry on making this, this, this beast of a, of a gadget, that it would become a be classified as a firearm so okay, i had to be right. very careful with that so we had to knock that one back to just a very puny spring powered thing in the end okay uh but then we've got fireball shooters uh we've got laser designators flashlights tracking devices a little pneumatic um dart gun um a bat time projector uh, we got a uh, oh, what else have we got? We got a, oh yeah, we got the um, anti-attack dog device, uh, which is built into the into the um, buckle of the utility belt. So you basically press a button and a very high pitched whistle is created electronically. Awesome. Um, awesome. We've got the stainless steel shurikens. We've got a video screen and a gauntlet. Uh, we've got flashbangs. We've mm. got uh, a respirator. Uh, UV lamp, crikey, I'm doing well to render these off the top of my head. Uh, and uh, a BB uh, grenade, awesome. as it were. Awesome. And what's your favourite gadget out of the lot? I got, uh, ooh, I always say this, I think, I think it's probably the fireball gas dispenser. Yeah. Because they look so cool when you, when you actually pop those off, it really takes people by surprise. So we've got, we've got a four barreled fireball shooter. Yeah. Um, so you can load it with different kind of loads um, from it can shoot sort of small fist size fireballs anywhere from I don't know uh, five feet up to about 10 15 feet oh, yeah. so that's that's great fun that one um, yeah. and that's that's built into the gauntlets Oh wow! and then the the gas dispenser is again built into the gauntlet and you basically kind of do an Iron Man repulsor pose and mm-hmm. this the produces this gas from the wrist that lights up as well. So we've got a couple of LEDs in there that lights up all the gas and it looks almost and dramatic, you know. Awesome, awesome. There's a gadget that I really like that I've seen in some of the videos and I need you to verify whether it's real or not. And it's mm. the sort of gadget that would help Batman unwind after fighting a lot of crime. I've seen a bat flask. Is this, yeah, is this part really of the suit? Yeah, that's really important. Yep. 
really, really important that one, and it's and it's really it really does function that one. Good. Does it function well? Have you have you tried it out a few times? Yeah. Well, we had to we had to practice a lot with that one. Yeah. Good. And being in Ireland as well, we you know we're, we're famous for our um, flasks of yeah. stuff. And, yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah, we had to practice a lot with that one. But yeah, it's actually it's, it's, I think they call it a hip flask, but it's not. It's actually an antidote flask. Oh, there you go, antidote. Put you in antidote. If you're Irish, you get what I mean with that one there. Um, so what's <laughs> so with regards to this? You know, this is a cosplay suit. Have yeah. you taken this out to 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 any sort of comic cons or or similar things? And if you have, what's the response been like? Yeah, do you know, I, I, I'm not really, a, I suppose, a, a cosplayer in the true sense of the word. I mean, um, I, I real, rarely get to, to get into the costumes. Um, I think I'm getting a bit long in the teeth for that now, and it, it's it's uh, it's great fun and everything, but it's bloody hard work. Um, yeah. uh, I, I do. I, I, we have a really cool new. Um, sort of, well, I say new. It's been going for a few years now, but it's getting really big. Uh, Dublin Comic Con over here. And um, so I, I was out there, and it's only last year, and that was that mm-hmm. was great fun. And then actually, we're over in Dubai uh, next Tuesday. We're going over there for their sort of inaugural big comic con that they have out there. So, wow, uh, we're wow. taking the bat suit and a few of our other creations out there. Yeah, uh, but that'll be good. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, and what do you think the key is to a good Batman suit or a good or a good suit? Um, just a, a general, a good costume. Yeah, I think it's all. A lot of it's down to the silhouette. I think you've got to look in the mirror and see what your silhouette is going to fit. I mean, there's lots of people. I'm costuming and, and cosplaying is for everyone. There's no doubt about that. And it's it's great fun. And it's great. People have you know they, they dress up every weekend, and it's an amazing bit of escapism for people. And a lot of people raise a lot of money for charities with it. So it's a great thing. But I think. If you if you want to make a really good cosplay suit, I think one of the things is try and fit your silhouette into that character correctly. So you actually, you know, if you're six foot six, uh, you can probably pull off Batman and, and the Hulk and all the rest of it. Yeah. But if you're five foot two, it's not going to work too well. It'll, it'll still look good, don't get me wrong. And then another thing is, is weathering. I think a lot of people kind of forget about that. They make these beautiful suits, you know, all finely stitched and and uh, painted and whatnot. But then at the end of the day, if if you want to make it look kind of realistic, like a movie quality costume, you've got to weather the hell out of it. Like yeah. uh, there's lots of Batman costumes out there that look like they've just stepped out of the, uh, out of the laundry yeah. instead of spending nights on the streets of Gotham fighting crime, you know? So you mentioned you've got some other suits. Um is is there stuff you can what can you tell us about these other suits well we we so yeah we 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 make commissions generally for people nowadays i mean um i, I do still do a little bit of film tv work but generally now it actually pays just just to do the private commission work and it's it's lovely it's um i get to choose the jobs that i'd like to do and kind of you kind of set your own time frames and your own budgets and there's no kind of going away on location um unless i particularly want to <laughs> and um but the other suits we we so we'll we'll either make a suit for someone and then make one for ourselves to kind of keep as a show or display piece or to do a photo shoot with so a couple that we have in stock would be uh so we've got Tarful which is uh Chewbacca the Wookiee uh that's his uncle okay his kind of bigger uncle yeah um that's uh, an 8 foot walking talking costume with sound system and everything um, yeah, we've got a few different Darth Vader costumes. 
Um, so we'd have Revenge of the Sith. We've got uh, Return of the Jedi. All all the different Star Wars costumes. Uh, sorry, Star Wars movies. Darth Vader is different in every single one, and you've got to be a real Star Wars nerd to know it. But they are. They all look like Darth Vader, but they're all slightly different. So we have all those the different versions we kind of keep in the workshop. Uh, we've got uh, Predator, uh, which is a kind of like a custom Predator we've done. We've got a nine-foot Grumgar costume from The Force Awakens, wow. uh, which just won Best Costume at Star Wars Celebration uh, back in London in July. Wicked. Uh, so that was great. Again, that's another big walking-talking with you know, sound system and, and huge, great stilts and everything. Uh, well, so we, we've got Bane, we've got Darth Malgus from the uh, Knights of the Old Republic, mm. uh, we've got Darth Maul, we've got Savage Oppress, uh, Wolverine, uh, there's, there's a good few there actually. Wow, you've got loads, you've got loads. What, I am curious as, as, yeah. to what, as to what you have next in sort of the, the, the pipeline with regards to making suits, because I have a feeling that, that it's not going to stop at this Batman suit. I feel like you've got something else in mind. No, we, we always have something ticking over, and we always kind of like have little uh, private projects on the go. I mean, a couple of okay. guys that work here with us, they, they always have something cooking. All um, right. But, so if you want to keep up to date with that, where do we go to, Julian? Uh, the best place is probably our Facebook page, which is Order 66 Effects. Yep. On Facebook, and you can see all our um, builds and what's in the pipeline, or our Instagram account, which is Order66Effects awesome. as well. Um, and w- at the moment, we've got, I suppose, it's been on the long finger for a while, but we actually we've got two things on the go. We're, we've got a full-size Torn Torn that we're making um, that just needs to be finished off. We just started the hair on that, which is going to take a while. Wow. Um, and also we're doing a cyborg Darth Maul. Um, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of him in some, some forthcoming Star Wars movies. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you're keeping it, you're keeping ahead of the game right there, aren't you really? Well, we're trying to, we're trying to. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And they're like, honestly, the pictures of, of, of your, um, Batman, your Arkham Batman, some of them on the Facebook page, it's crazy because you look at them and they look like they're game renders, but they're actually you in the suit. It looks so real, Julian. Like, thank you. Thank you. Well, that's, that's and I'm a long, super man. fan of Batman. So, and Batman, Arkham Batman, that's my favorite universe at the moment. So, oh, like, me too. Me too. Definitely. I mean, I've got to say that a lot of that, um, those pictures, the quality of those pictures is really down to one of the guys that works with us, uh, mm-hmm. Kamil Kravchek. He's, he's actually a cinematographer right. and works in film a lot. So when we're very lucky to have him as kind of in our in-house photographer as well. So whenever we do one of our promo shoots, we, we grab Kamil and he gets all his kit together and we, we try and do something as close to like a movie style shoot as we can. And he really does sort of take the costumes to the next level with it. He's a, he's a, he's a genuine talent. I must say, very lucky to work with him. So that was Julian Checkley there. Uh, if you go to the Facebook and check out all of the, the other cosplaying costumes that they make, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, next time in Ireland, I want to have a Guinness and I also uh, want to go and check out that, that workshop. Uh, this has been Marcus Meets. Uh, please feel free to check us out and our other episodes at Marcus Bronzy dot com forward slash meets that's m-a-r-c-u-s-b-r-o-n-z-y dot com forward slash meets this show is produced and hosted by me marcus bronzy thank you to my co-producers billy wright shane powell david shawcross 
Love to Milo Fisher in research and production. Carl James and Wide Awake, aka CJ Beats and Jordan Crisp, the Stings and intro outro music. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for your ears. 